Late last year, Celestis Memorial Space Flights announced their next flight. Dubbed the Enterprise Mission, it will see the remains of several Star Trek luminaries journeying into the final frontier on the Vulcan Centaur rocket. Since the announcement, I've had the pleasure of interviewing friends and family members of the late, great cast and crew who will be blasting off next month. Throughout the month of April, I'll be releasing those interviews. First up, Colby Youngblood, CEO of Celestis. I'm T. Rick Jones, and this is your Daily Star Trek News. The first thing I want to ask is just sort of the history of Celestis. Just take me through uh, what prompted the creation of the company. So uh, the the company has a rich history. I love the story. Uh, It's a long story, so I'll try to keep it brief. But uh, back in the the 70s, a, a wealthy, I believe he was in real estate. His name was David Hanna. And uh, he wanted to get into into the space business. And at the time, only NASA and governments were doing it. And he thought that it was something that could be done uh, in a commercial arena and, you know, maybe better and cheaper. And so uh, he started assembling a team with the idea of uh, launching the first commercial rocket. And uh, and his team that he gathered uh, is now uh, one of the members of the team is Charlie Chafer. Uh, he is one of the co-founders of Celestis. Uh, back then, the, the company that Mr. Hanna had was called the Space, I believe it was Space Services Incorporated in America. So that's our parent company. Right. And uh, he brought in Charlie Chafer uh, and Charlie's role was to go into Washington, D.C. And uh, I think Charlie did something or coordinated this rocket launch with some around, I think it was 11 or 14 different government agencies. Uh, and he also brought, brought in on the technical side, Deke Slayton. Uh, Deke was a legend. He was one of the original uh, Mercury, original seven Mercury astronauts uh, in the late 1950s for the Mercury program. Uh, and who ultimately Deke ran NASA. He was head of operations and head of astronaut operations. And he was the guy who actually selected Buzz Aldrin and the crew and all the, all the astronauts that did all the things, it was all deep. Uh, he retired in the late 70s, and uh, Mr. Hanna was able to bring him on uh, as uh, the president of the company uh, in the early 80s. So those three and, and, and their team actually launched the first commercial rocket in 1982. It's called Conestoga One. So our company, or at least our Celestis as a subsidiary, uh, has an awesome history and the fact that we were there. We started uh, the commercial space industry. Uh, years go by, they, uh, they they didn't launch any more rockets. And uh, the Celestis, this was Charlie Chaffer's idea, uh, him and the, and the co-founder. And it was one of their brains. And I think the way Charlie explains it is they wanted to do something that uh, they couldn't compete with NASA, right? So NASA had everything, except NASA wasn't sending uh, ashes to space. So he didn't want to compete with that with NASA, and that's how Celestis was born. And uh, they uh, put it all together in 1994. Started getting clients in '94. Had our first launch in 1997. That first launch, uh, there was some uh, some pretty important people on that. Uh, it was, I think you've heard of Gene Roddenberry. Uh, he was on it. Uh, 
and Majel was there uh, standing next to Charlie uh, when the rocket launched. And uh, another cool part of that story, so Majel's standing there watching, and she looks over at Charlie, and she says, Charlie, when it's my time, I want you to promise me that you'll send me uh, with Gene on another mission. And so that was the, the genesis of our Voyager mission. And so, uh, so now after, after Majel passed away, uh, now we're taking uh, both of their ashes and, and they're flying on our, our Enterprise mission. Uh, but not just them, we've got Rod as well. So Rod, we've got Rod's DNA and all three of them are going together on the Enterprise mission. But, so, uh, but that's, that's how we started. Uh, 1997 was our first launch uh, and a historic launch, you know, with Gene Roddenberry on it. Uh, Dennis Leary was on that. Uh, Major was in attendance. So it was a, it was a great start for Celestis. Uh, 18 missions later, we're staring down. Uh, we have four launches coming up in the next four months. Uh, so uh, it's going well. Uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of business. People are really getting interested in what we're doing. Uh, Charlie calls it a 30-year overnight success, uh, which is seems to be what's happening. Uh, people, like I said, people are really getting excited. I mean, every time I talk to someone about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we didn't know you could do that. I know we can do that. And it's not just dashes anymore. It's DNA. So uh, that uh, another great aspect of our company is you, you don't have to pass away uh, to enjoy space flight or to enjoy the events when we put on the space flights. So uh, we are, we're moving and shaking and we're really excited about it. How long have you been with the company? Uh, eight months. I just started. In, oh, okay. I'm, I'm brand new. I'm a... Air Force guy, uh, I just joined the Air Force, uh, 18 years old, but out of high school. I did 20 years in the Air Force, uh, got my undergrad degree when I was in, got my MBA when I retired, uh, did a couple other things. I was a business management consultant for small businesses, just like Celestis. Uh, that's what I was doing when, uh, when Charlie found me, and um, it was a perfect fit for me to, to come in and, uh, and step in as president. Is it a coincidence that the rocket is called a Vulcan Centaur, or was it? Is it? Does it purposely have that Vulcan uh, aspect? Well, it's kind of a coincidence. We had nothing to do with it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tori Bruno, the CEO of the rocket company, is, which is ULA United Launch Alliance. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know if I remember the story completely correctly, but we can, we can Google it. But I, I think he sent out a survey of what to name this fantastic rocket. Yeah. And I, the number 2 million sticks in my mind. But so they, ULA threw out a survey. I don't remember who they surveyed, but there was a survey. And of all the respondents, it was overwhelming Vulcan. So it was hands down. So it was only fitting uh, for our flight to be enterprise on the Vulcan rocket. It's all just kind of falling into place. Take me through what the process is going to be. It's not the only, it's not the only payload going up on this rocket, is it? So, so how's it from, from launch to going into space? What's it, what's its mission? What's it? Yeah, going to do? this is super cool. Uh, first, another first for Celestis. We have two missions on one rocket. Uh, we're, Back in 1998, we launched our first lunar mission uh, with Eugene Shoemaker. Uh, we put Eugene Shoemaker uh, on the moon. And now 
the second mission. Uh, it's called Tranquility. Tranquility is going up with Enterprise in two different sections. So uh, Tranquility, and so Centaur, the Vulcan Centaur will launch, head towards the moon. Uh, the stages will, will break apart and do what they're supposed to do. Uh, the the company is called Astrobotic, and the, the lander is called the Peregrine Lander. That's what our Tranquility uh, mission is attached to. As on, on its way, uh, they will break off. The Peregrine Lander will make its way to the moon, and then uh, the Centaur phase will go into a, a heliocentric orbit some 330,000 kilometers in uh, there are, I'm sorry, 330 million kilometers uh, in distance. Uh, so where that heliocentric orbit is going to be, is it will be determined based on where the moon is at the time. Uh, depending on uh, location of the moon, it will, that heliocentric orbit will be between Venus and Earth or Earth and Mars. Okay. Wow. And it's just going to... Forever. Forever. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, it's going to be there... For the till the end of time. Yeah, and that's that's our first one. Aside from uh, Eugene Shoemaker's uh, capsule on the moon, uh, this will be one of the only ones. This will be our first one. They'll be forever. Our other missions, our suborbitals go up and they come back down. Families get to keep the flight capsule as a you know standard. It's actually flown to space. Yeah. Our orbital missions, in, once they come out of orbit, whether it be five years or 20 years, they come back, they flame back in. The, their love level becomes a shooting star, but then the ride's over. Yeah. This one, the ride will never be over. You've got remains going up, but you've also, as you say, you've got DNA. You've got Rod's DNA. Um, yep. You've got a couple, a, couple more, a couple others' DNA is going up as well. So we had, yeah, so several of the original star cast, Star Trek, uh, the cast members, uh, their children that are still alive have uh, offered uh, of DNA. Uh, so uh, Michelle Nichols' son, Kyle, uh, his DNA is flying, and Wendy Duhan, daughter of uh, Jimmy Duhan, uh, her DNA is flying. So we have several uh, of the Star, Star Trek cast children's DNA going. So how do you collect that? Do you have them come into a lab? We send the lab to them. Well, the collection lab. It's really easy. It's a little kit. We melt the kit to them. They take the kit. They swab their mouth, put it in the cup, melt it. We have a, a company in Canada that takes that DNA and it puts it on a, what's called a DNA substrate. It looks like a little white crystal powder, uh, but it's, 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 it's as fine as our ash. So it fits right into the flight capsules just as easy as the ash. And something cool about that is ash in space can't really be impacted by the radiation that's in space, but the DNA can. So all of our DNA are flying in special titanium five capsules to protect them against the, uh, the radiation in space. Separate capsules or all together in a, in a capsule? So everyone, when you fly, you get your own, your very own capsule. You're, you're, and the capsule has the name, the contract number, but most capsules are uh, aircraft grade aluminum. Okay. Can't fly that in with the DNA because the radiation in space would go right through that aluminum and would ultimately destroy the DNA. Oh, gotcha. So all of the DNA are all in titanium five capsules to protect them against radiation. That's very cool. This project, as you said, the Enterprise flight started with Majel saying, I want to go up as well. And so you already had 
Major Barrett Roddenberry's buy-in, um, and uh, that included Gene, I'm sure. Um, at, at what point did you say, let's, let's add more people to this? And did you reach out to them? I know Jonathan um, Justman told me he reached out to you. But uh, in general, did you reach out to family members of Nishan Nichols and DeForest Kelly and, and James Dewan, or did they reach out to you? How did the genesis of that whole thing come about? So I, I just attribute that all to Charlie. Uh, once, once Charlie uh, met Majel back in, in the 90s, uh, they stayed in contact through the years. Uh, and then through those circles, uh, Charlie was able to contact uh, James Duhan's folks. Uh, he knows the agents for uh, Nichelle Nichols. In fact, I think Nichelle Nichols did a couple of things with this uh, as far as uh, communication between her and Charlie. And um, so Char Charlie is, is, Charlie knows all of the, the, the remaining cast that's still alive. He knows all of their agents and uh, Charlie is just a phenomenal guy. And, and he has stayed in contact. I just, again, I attribute all to Charlie staying in contact with all the, either the agents, uh, the, the cast themselves or, or other family members. But yeah, we've, We've reached out, and when I say we, Charlie, Charlie has done all that. Charlie has made all those connections and, and pulled everyone in. Are there likely to be more added to the list before, before it launches? <laughs> uh, I can't say, uh, but I would like to say that, you know, it is our goal to have all cast members. That, that's our goal. Sure. Uh, so uh, I know that Charlie is, is in talks to some other agents, yeah. And uh, we have high hopes that, that we're going to gain some more, uh, some more crew. Great. Are there going to be more missions like this after that? Like if, you know, if say several years down the road, um, William Shatner, Walter Koenig and George Takei leave us, um, is, is it possible that there will be another mission with, with the rest of the cast? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you know, I know, I know that we talked to, uh, all, all of the remaining, there's four original cast that are still alive, and we've talked to all their camps. Uh, and again, it may be awesome if we get all four of them. Um, but other missions, absolutely. Uh, we will likely put, and I don't want to speak for Charlie, but I think we would, any new mission, uh, we would put, uh, we, we put Gene and Major on it. We put Jimmy on it. Uh, we're going to put Michelle on it. As long as their their family and their agents are good, we, we love, we'll fly them as many times as their family and uh, agents will let us. Uh, I just think that's just cool. I, I know uh, we've flown, uh, like, like Jim Duhan, he's, he and, and Gene, they've all flown on other missions and now they're flying on this one. Uh, there are other missions that we can do. Uh, so our orbital mission is a, it's called a, a low earth orbit. So it's, you know, orbiting the earth in low orbit, but there are other, other orbits that we can do. Uh, geosynchronous orbit uh, is stationary. We've never done that before. Um, and there are plenty of companies out there that can. So the answer is yes. Uh, when we get right now, we offer four types of services: the lunar, the the Voyager, deep space, the orbital, and the suborbital. Those are just just the four. But we're going to have more missions. Uh, we're, we're you know at some point, Celestis is going to go to Mars, and we are. 
That's that's a fact. It's going to happen. I don't know when, but it will. And uh, there are other there are other missions, there are other other orbits that we can do. So yes, we're going to add more services, and yes, um, we're going to we would love to fly the the original Star Trek cast on those. That's great. I think it's just the coolest thing, and I think any most Star Trek fans I've talked to about it are like, it's just so cool that they're yes. getting to go up and you know go to the final frontier for real. It's really yes. awesome. now. What are the chances of an alien race finding it and cloning us? <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many people ask that question. Sure. <laughs> oh, I thought that was unique. I'm new to the to the, to the space, so this. This job is is half commercial space and half funeral industry, so uh, I'm new to both. Uh, but a lot of fun. I never thought I would get that question. It just never occurred to me. But uh, whether it's in an interview or I was in a cab uh, in, in Seattle, I was uh, taking a payload for what our, our next orbital mission, and I was telling the, the cab driver the story, and she thought it was great. And then she kind of turned on me. She's like, "Wait." But what if they get our what if they get our DNA and they come back and they enslave us? And she somewhat serious. And I was like, well, you know, it's a chance we're gonna have to take. <laughs> what, can I, what can you say to that, right? Yeah. yeah we're, we're gonna assume that if they're extraterrestrial, they're gonna be friendly. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, the, hopefully they'll be Vulcans and there, there you go. Be okay. That's right. <laughs> Well, Colby Youngblood, thank you so much for meeting me today. This has been fascinating. I've really, I really appreciate it. And yeah, thank you. It was really nice talking to you. The Enterprise mission is scheduled to blast off on May 4, 2023, and you'll be able to stream it live. Launch dates and times can change up to the last minute based on a number of variables, including weather conditions. So for the latest launch status, head over to www.celestis.com slash launch dash schedule slash enterprise dash flight. I'll put the link in the show notes. Next week, Rod Roddenberry will join me to talk about his parents, Gene and Major Barrett Roddenberry, and their involvement with Celestis.